Hello, and welcome to the Anti-Fragile Tarot Podcast. This is your resident card slinger, Susanna. And is this podcast actually going to be released on a schedule? My goodness, I think it is. So as any longtime listeners know, it has been really hard for me to get back in the swing of Anti-Fragile Tarot um, after a year of pandemic nursing. I didn't really have a problem balancing anti-fragile and nursing school. I mean, it was hard, but like I got a lot of episodes out and I did events all the time, but this past year has been a lot uh, for all of us. And I count myself pretty lucky, but um, it's not to say that things haven't been hard for me in a different way, you know, so... Um, I've had to take some time to be a human. Um, I've talked extensively about how you shouldn't burn yourself out spiritually uh, unless you you are at an emergency point, but this podcast does not constitute that. So regardless, here we are, and I am getting back to some basics. One of my Patreon patrons when I asked for some suggestions um, on episodes, which I'm really open to, please uh, shoot me an email at antifragiletarot at gmail.com. Or uh, if you're a patron on Patreon, I did pause June's earnings, but the page is still up. Uh, You can shoot me a message there and let me know if you have ideas on things you'd like to hear me ramble about. So I do have um, some episodes on deck that I really need to sit down and plan with a deck of cards because they're about comparing cards and contrasting them and, you know, finding like natural pairings within within tarot. But that really is going to take some pre-planning. And as you all know, I like to sit here and talk off the cuff as often as possible. So the episode's focus today is on intentionally pulling cards versus random draws. Now, I've definitely you know, mentioned this in passing at some point in this podcast, but that's different than devoting an actual episode to it. So let's, let's, you know, as I always do, I like to sit down and define exactly what we're talking about before I really get started. So what do I mean by that? Well, when most people get a tarot card reading, Uh, or do a tarot card reading, they like to shuffle the cards and see what comes up. Whether that comes in the form of shuffling the deck or laying all the cards out and moving them around or cutting the deck into different piles, at, at its core, What most people think of with a tarot card reading is using the the messages that are generated, I guess, by the the shuffling and and where energy is directing itself to. Um, In whatever capacity we want to discuss that in, whether we want to discuss that in terms of spiritual energy or psychological focus. there's a lot of different ways that that can go. And you know me, I'm a 
probably the the least woo tarot card reader you know or, or certainly one of them um but that doesn't mean that we're not still playing with energy and belief and and that's another podcast episode that i will have on deck thanks to my friend Shayna. so that is what most people think of but there is another popular method to engage with tarot cards that involves uh purposely choosing a card whether that is going through the deck in order and picking a card in order to reflect on journal on work with learn if especially if uh, this is especially popular for beginner readers um or another way to do that is by doing a card of the day type draw um where instead of well i guess there's two kinds of cards of the day there is the random card of the day which is more in the first camp or there is just choosing a card that you think you need the energy of to get through the day or to embody and I would hazard that most people when when thinking about tarot and talking about tarot aren't really talking about that intentional usage but there's plenty of reasons to intentionally choose cards Um, a again there's the learning aspect which is super important Um, but there's also Something to be said for purposely seeking out a particular energy and focus. Um, Tarot cards are sometimes used in ritual as well. You will sometimes see them on altars. Uh, You may use them on your own altars. And I admit I don't use tarot purposely in that way I don't I don't specifically choose cards personally that often I have um, I often choose a specific card for uh, like many altars for like my parents birthdays uh, or for Father's Day I almost always you know grab the Emperor um, well it depends which Emperor there's actually a deck that I gave to a friend with, that had one of my favorite emperors of all time that uh, I'm glad that that deck found a new home, but I do miss that card. But a lot of it, it just has to do with, with whether you find more meaning and use in the sense of messages coming from without, as in the random, uh, random shuffles, whether it's card of the day or a full reading. Or whether you find a lot of meaning and comfort in specifically choosing cards. There's no wrong approach here. Um, Something else to consider. I have done a very, very small amount of consulting for creative projects involving tarot. And when you're... When you're working with someone who is not a professional tarot card reader or, or not, a, not one with lengthy experience, whether or not they're a professional, 
Um, obviously, I don't think that you need to be charging money for your readings or a, a professional in that sense to be an extensively experienced and or gifted reader. Like that's, this is not an area where uh, you need to necessarily worry about that. You know, there's, there's not really an accepted tarot accrediting board. Uh, there are some tarot certifications you can get, but their usefulness, utility, um, legitimacy is unnecessary I, at best I guess I mean they're 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 just they're not they're not you know there's no real industry standard for this kind of thing which I'm kind of glad about I kind of like that I like that it's still so approachable and individualized that you don't necessarily need to have you know a whole bunch of paid for certifications under your belt um that said I've done a little bit of consulting and it's always been interesting to sit and consider how to deliver a, a fictional reading that is both legible, I suppose is a good word for it, um, easily understood by an audience based on the either the uh, names or the pictures. So something that's easily legible even to an audience with very little, very little tarot experience while still being authentic to the meaning of the reading as it's supposed to be in the work. Um, you know, because if you're going for maximum legibility, you'll have, you know, all major arcana cards. But A, that's, unrealistic unless you're a majors only reader which I was for a solid chunk of my reading experience um and some some really cool decks out there are majors only so you know it is possible but unlikely and you know you also don't necessarily want to just go for high drama you know obviously uh, obviously staged cards, especially if that's not the vibe of the piece. So doing that little bit of consulting really made me um, take a step back and think about choosing cards purposely and purposefully and how to go about that. By the, way, by the way, just to interrupt for a second, um, really long-time listeners will remember when I first started recording and I had my cheap little headset and I also had a brand new kitten. She used to cause a lot of problems and I used to have to like play with her while I was recording the entire episode. And she is being a butt today while I am recording for the first time in a while. Um, so that feels very fitting. Anyway, um, yeah, there's there's something to be said for purposefully choosing cards. However, I do think that when you're intentionally choosing cards, um, that 
tends to work better on a very personal level and a very, um, I guess maybe for ritual, ritual and con- ritual contemplation, meditation are all really good reasons to choose your own cards as opposed to letting the, the luck of the draw choose for you. But, you know, especially when I'm, when I'm doing um, distant readings online uh, or over the phone, you know, people want to know that, that they're getting the service that they pay for. Um, and I, I wonder if some of the lack of readily available discourse on choosing your own cards is partly because a lot of people do this online and they don't want to potentially be accused of, you know, picking cards for the purpose of a reading. Don't get me wrong. There's been times I've done random readings where I'm like, well, I couldn't have chosen cards that went together in a way that made less sense if I'd done it on purpose. And I've also had some readings where I laughed because the card seemed so perfectly handpicked for the reading. Um, I, I do per- personally enjoy the random aspect of choosing tarot cards. Uh, it's part of the whole ritual for me. It's part of the sense of having a conversation about a subject and viewing it through a different lens. If I'm purposely choosing cards, I'm also choosing the lens, which again is not a bad thing. It's not always something that's undesirable. You know, there's times where maybe you want to choose a bunch of cards to help bolster um, a sense of letting go or to reaffirm boundaries or to um, create a, a specific positive atmosphere or mindset. And those are all great times to choose a few cards that really have synergy together, that really work well together and all bring different aspects of what you're trying to manifest into that space, into that moment, um, into your meditation or contemplation. But I think that what a lot of us are drawn to with tarot is that idea of a message, whether you think it's it's from spirit guides or you uh, you know view it as more of a, a psychological um, foray into seeing what those random images will unlock within yourself, uh, which are you know both valid takes. you know I'm, I'm not personally much for the spirit guides, but I have plenty of people who do readings who, who really do and uh, you know definitely not knocking their approach. I've certainly sent some people who are looking for particular readings from me to other people because I don't personally feel that I'm equipped to deliver what they're looking for. Um, I will say that in my experience, as far as purposely choosing cards, I do that a lot more with uh, Oracle decks, specifically with the 40 Servants by Tommy Kelly, which I've talked about extensively and and work with a lot that's a deck where I very rarely do 
uh, divination style random draws and instead I usually very purposely look through and choose three to six servants to work with specifically. But again, that's an entirely different system from tarot. It has no bearing on tarot structure or meanings. It's its own creation. It's its own magical system. Um, but as, as you may have learned by now, and, and if this is your first time listening to my podcast, welcome. You're learning today. I am sometimes a bit of a purist when it comes to tarot. Definitely not, um, once again, I want to make it very clear, I'm not knocking or attempting to undermine or, or in any way denigrate people who read differently than I do. One thing I absolutely love about the tarot community as it is right now, as it is post-internet, is that you know, I've become aware of how many different styles of reading and perspectives there are and I think it's wonderful. I think it's really great to see that and for people to have access to different methods and styles and perspectives that we can at least learn about even if we're not going to uh, employ it ourselves. But um, I'm a bit of a purist when it comes to tarot, you know, with very few exceptions. I like my decks to be based on the Rider weight. I like them to be 78 cards. I don't want there to be massive deviations in what the cards mean. Um, nuance, yes. You know, but for instance, one of my all-time favorite decks, which hopefully will be going into a Kickstarter for reprint soon, the Tarot of the Silicone Dawn by Egypt Ernash, that deck swaps the elemental meanings of the wands and the pentacles so wands are earth and pentacles are fire and that's exactly the kind of thing that I normally wouldn't want in a tarot card deck normally I'd look at that and go nope but you know the um the research and the work behind that deck is so strong and it's done so well that I love that deck. I love using it. I don't use it too often because it also has way more than your standard number of 78 and it's very small so it can be kind of hard to read and it's just it's so not standard that I don't do a lot of professional readings with it mostly because it would just be too much to explain when I'm already trying to explain the basics of you know a quote-unquote simple tarot card deck to people who aren't quite familiar. Um, but I'm also, I'm not just a purist in how I like my, the decks that I use, especially professionally to be laid out. I also, um, I like the, the ritual of randomly choosing cards. I do. It's part of what draws me to tarot. But, you know, again, there's, there's a place for choosing your own cards, um, I just would be very wary of doing so for someone else unless it's specifically for a ritual. Unless you're specifically telling someone, you know, uh, channel some hermit energy while you're in school or, or whatever it is. Um, that kind of thing I think is great. But, you know, in terms of like 
choosing cards for a reading for someone, that's a, a big ethical no-no for me. Uh, maybe it isn't for you. And if you purposely choose cards for readings for people, I'd be very interested to hear your perspective on it. Um, you know, this will be a slightly short episode because I'm kind of easing back into it. Um, so as I said, if you have any ideas for future podcast episodes or you want to tell me more about your journey with randomly choosing cards versus intentionally pulling them, um, hit me up. I'm antifragiletarot at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I'm antifragiletarot on there. I occasionally tweet at antifragilecard. And if you want to support the podcast, mainly paying for the hosting fees and paying for the um, transcription that I'm still getting worked on, uh, I do have a Patreon. It is paused for June. So if you subscribe anytime this month, you're not going to get charged until July. Um, I'm Antifragile Tarot on Patreon as well. And I do donate uh, at least 20% of my earnings per month to different uh, charities, both uh, or nonprofits, both national ones, international ones, and hyper-local ones. So, you know, some months it's going to be um, a local organization called Hudson Pride. Some months it's trans women of color collectives. Sometimes it's uh, Black Men United in Jersey City. Sometimes it's um, things like uh, you know, there's a, a few very specific fundraisers for Palestinian individuals. Uh, there, you know, different different things, but 20% of whatever the Patreon is each month goes right into uh, donations to different things. Um, since this is my side hustle, but it is a side hustle that costs money and time. And yeah, that's what I got for you. Um, I do I do like intentionally choosing my cards sometimes, but overall, I like I like the randomness. What can I say? I have a tattoo for the goddess of chaos. All right, please don't hesitate to hit me up with any ideas for future podcasts. Um, oh, one more thing. I am attempting to stream on Twitch. Do I have a regular schedule? No, of course I don't because I'm me and I'm an overnight emergency room nurse and I don't know what a circadian rhythm is anymore. But I am going to attempt to establish some kind of schedule, even if it's biweekly. I should be able to make that work at bare minimum. Um, so yeah, if you have any ideas for Twitch, I'm mainly doing stuff like deck reviews because that works out so much better in a, a visual format. Um, but yeah, please, uh, let me know if you have ideas on what you'd like to hear me ramble about, or if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, um, no guarantees, but I will take any, uh, good faith queries into consideration. So I hope you have a witchy and or wonderful day and I will catch you mid month. Bye.